0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving break. hope you got your fill of mashed potatoes, corn, some turkey, stuffing, and I hope the crazy uncle at the table wasn't that crazy this year. Uh, but before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So wherever you're listening to this, where, you know, you put that, put down the turkey drum, and uh, you know maybe it's a little leftover from last week. Will be kind of gnarly, but nevertheless, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and get notified when new content goes up. So uh, I just want to touch base. You know, Houston kind of. Uh, you know guess striking first there in terms of the uh, you know big names in the free agency market there uh signing Jose abreu uh the former white Sox slugger um signs a three year deal with the astros for fifty eight million dollars so making nineteen million per year and of course the astros but a you know a tough lineup to begin with now add the former uh, MVP and you know, won the MVP back in 2020 uh, to that lineup just to make it even more deadly. And of course, Jose now will be playing first base uh, for the Astros. And if you may recall before the Yankees signed Rizzo, there was some talk that, that potentially the Astros were kicking the tires on Rizzo as well. Uh but looks like, uh, you know, ultimately, um, you know, Rizzo stayed with the Yankees and Abreu uh, then went to the Astros. So I guess he was kind of maybe playing A or playing B, who knows, But nevertheless, uh, he's with the um, Astros. So Um, You know, I think there's good and bad news in terms of the Yankees. Uh, Supposedly, the Red Sox were also looking at Jose Abreu. So in terms of, yeah, you don't want Abreu going to a main rival like the Astros, but you're also keeping him away from the Red Sox, who you have to face 19 times a year plus. um, All those games in Fenway. And of course, Abreu, you know, great, dangerous right-handed hitter. I mean, Fenway Park, the green monster. I mean, he probably put up some really good numbers there. Um, So, you know, so it does help the Yankees, you know, at least, you know, okay, he goes to Houston, but you keep him away from the Red Sox and keep him away from Fenway Park. So in a way, it does benefit the Yankees somewhat there. Um, His power numbers are down a little bit this season. So he had 15 home runs, um, batted 304, didn't get up to a great start to the season, but finished strong, hitting 304 uh, with 15 home runs. Um, Now, only in terms of, you know, you would be maybe a little weary of him, uh, you know, if you're the um, Astros. He is 36 years old. I mean, he had some prime years here, but unfortunately he defected from Cuba back in 2014. So he missed a lot of years just playing down there. So, you know, he could have probably, you know, obviously came up here much sooner and made more money and played long in, in the in the majors here in America. Uh, but being as a Cuban defector is kind of, which is, you know, kind of almost like El Duque a little bit, um, even though he's great. But unfortunately, you know, he only has so many years left. And again, now at 36 years old, he's getting still a dangerous hitter, no doubt about it. But, you know, in terms of the Yankees, I would not have any interest in him. You know, I don't know if the Yankees were even considering him. Just because again, the Yankees have enough problem with, you know, Donaldson being 35 and 36. And just I wouldn't want another guy, you know, on the wrong side of 35. So Houston wants to take him, fine. And so he'll be there with the Astros. And that's just a follow-up with their other deal. Uh retaining um, relief pitcher, Rafael Montero. Uh he also got a three year deal. Not as much, thirty-four million, but uh Houston maintaining you know that strong bullpen, which can pretty much shut the Yankees down. So it'll be more than the same in uh, 2023. Now they got to decide what they want to do with Verlander. Um, he went for, he opted for free agency. Uh, so we'll see where he lands. I say very most likely he comes back, uh, with the Astros. Again, he probably wants to, similar what Rizzo did. Cause, uh, Verland had the same deal as a two-year deal, but he opted out after the first year. So maybe now he wants a two-year guaranteed deal with maybe an option for a third. Same thing with the Yankees did with Rizzo. Rizzo was under a two-year contract. He opted out after the first year and then the Yankees kind of redid it where now he has a two-year deal with a, with a third year as an option there. So similar thing. I think that's what Verland is looking um, looking at as well. Um, now, if you want to compare the two, there Rizzo, you know, the option, um, you know, comes at a couple of dollars cheaper. So, you know, Breu's nineteen, you know, salary now nineteen million per year to right now. Rizzo two million cheaper at seventeen mil per year. Rizzo's also younger; he's you know thirty-two years old compared to Breu, uh, four years older at thirty-six. And defensively, you would probably give the edge a little bit to Rizzo. not Breu's, you know, not a butcher boy there, but obviously you'd give Rizzo the nod there. So, of the two players. Bray was maybe more a little fierce and maybe scary a little bit at the plate I don't know just because uh even though you, you know you have a great home run season in 2022 but maybe Bray seems a little scary but I think just in terms of value I think you know the Yankees got the better option there with rizzo over Ray at this point so uh nevertheless you know that's that so it keeps him away from the Red sox That's good news for the Yankees um also not uh, all the Yankee land kind of significant there uh, Don Manningly the former you know Yankee first baseman of course and former uh manager of the uh, both Los Angeles Dodgers as well as the Florida Marlins. And he won the manager of the year with the Marlins a couple of years manager of the year with the Marlins a couple of years ago. Will now join the um well I'm gonna say the hated Toronto Blue Jays, but now the rival Toronto Blue Jays as a bench coach, uh, which is a little surprising there. I mean, you know, I and Sam, so mattingly you know, last last year was with the Marlins in this kind of they kind of handshake agreement that that would be his last year. They're fine. You would think maybe he could get a, you know, a manager job somewhere else. I mean bench coach is a little surprising to me. Um, you know, just because for his stature, I mean, at some point, you know, you see this a lot, but I, I, I was just kind of surprised. think maybe, If anything, maybe to sit out a year or two and to see if a manager job falls into your lap somehow, maybe with like, you know, the the you know, maybe something like Baltimore or something like that, or just, you know, to some other team out of the blue, just, you know, for him to uh, – so to him to take a bench coach job is a little, eh, whatever. I mean, he used to be the Yankee bench coach, um, you know, back in 2005 under Joe Torre, and also when Torre originally went out to – uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers to manage there, he brought Bat- Mattingly-, Mattingly along as well uh, to coach with him. So nothing he really new for Mattingly, but I'm just kind of surprised he did that. But whatever, maybe he just needs the money or just bought his, you know, whatever, he just want to sit around the house anyway. So nevertheless, Mattingly now on the rival Blue Jay team, which, you know, Yankees and Blue Jays are kind of neck and neck, uh, you know, towards the end, of the end of the season there. Again, Yankees were kind of that big lead they had kind of was shrinking down And you know, both Toronto and Tampa, but really Toronto was kind of in, uh, gaining on almost gaining on the Yankees, then but eventually they kind of fizzled out and the Yankees were able to secure the AL East. And it's gonna be interesting because it is a little bit, you know, teams got a little chirpy. Of course, the whole situation with uh, Alex Manoa and Garrett Cole. Remember last season when Manoa hit Judge and, you know, Cole was like the first guy to come out of the bullpen there and kind of. Made for the pitch at the mound, not that he was going to charge the field, but then Manoa Min- Min- afterwards kind of challenged Cole, say, hey, you know, next time come across the white line and face me. So kind of threw the challenge out there. And then on a recent podcast, um, Alex Manoa Min- was asked, actually, who's the dirtiest player in baseball? And pretty much, you know, almost without hesitation, said Garrett Cole just in terms of the substance I uh, supposedly used on some of the balls, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, obviously this season. Now they were checking up on that, the new, the new umpiring rule. But again, I guess there is something to that. And we've heard that, you know, those whispers about Cole, even Donaldson when he used to be with Minnesota said that, uh, that Cole used to rub up the balls with the stuff and, you know, it could, could be something to him. And then we've seen Cole, you know, take a little step back, you know, he's still the same guy, but you know, not as dominating as when he first came here or his time with Houston. So, Maybe he was rubbing up something with those balls. You know, it, it just seems to the point that way. But now, Manol were kind of throwing out the challenges. So it will be interesting when the, the Blue Jays and the Yankees uh, clash in 2023. And of course, now you can have Mattingly on the other side of that. So if there's a bench clearing brawl, I don't know. I guess Boone's going to have to, you know, maybe throw a punch at Mattingly there. Of course, that probably won't happen. But nevertheless, uh, that's how that's there. So uh, nothing really new on the judge front. Uh, we heard a figure, you know, not too long ago put out there as uh, $337 million supposedly that's now we don't know the details we don't know how many years and what if there's any opt-outs or anything like that but we're hearing that's the number and kind of seems to make sense i mean you figure it's going to be whatever judge get it's going to be over 300 million and but it's i say it'll be less than 400 million so you know the low threes 337 that sounds about right we'll see where that ultimately lands and of course judge did make the rounds again went out to the west coast there you know something that was found on uh someone videotaped in in I don't know if Judge wanted it out there or not, but put it on social media. was checking into a hotel there in, in San Francisco, uh, preparing for a meeting with the Giants. You know, I kind of mentioned on the, uh, you know, the video YouTube, uh, if you've seen that episode previously, that it just doesn't really, um, you know, make sense. They probably mentioned here on the pod, the audio podcast as well. The Giants just really just don't make sense for Judge. I mean, they they have a lot of money, you know, to spend. That's true, but they still need Judge. You know, they would have to get like four or five other p- big pieces for them to even consider, you know, the national league west out there i mean they finished the season 500 30 games b- below the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are still going to be a beast next season now they still have to sign re-sign trey turner they did re-sign clayton kershaw um so you know they you know they're going to be awesome again for the giants to catch them they would have to sign like, a lot of guys now they have you know it's and you can't just sign the guys you also need like make, make some guys coming up through the farm system it takes a couple years to put a good team together and so let's say if they sign Judge for a long term deal, they're still probably about two or three years away from really being a serious contender. And then by the time what, Judge will be 33, 34 years old. And it just doesn't make sense, you know, for judge in that regard. It doesn't make sense for them to bring Judge aboard yet. I they still don't think they're ready yet. So I don't see him going to the um the Giants. Dodgers are a possibility just because they have oodles of money to spend and they don't care and they just want to win every year. They're kinda of, you know what the Yankees kinda of used to be uh back in you know, back in the day there. So if anything, I'd see more going to the Dodgers than he would the Giants. And also, if you're the Giants, you got to also look up. You know, you got the San Diego Padres now on the rise, and of course, you know they got a young team there. They just made the playoffs. Okay, you know they uh, did beat the Mets, but uh, lost to the Phillies. But still, they're on the rise as well, and they have also Juan Soto going into next year. So now you have Machado and Soto and a good young team, kind of feisty team there. So again, the Giants have to deal with them as well. So I just don't think the Giants are ready in position uh, for Judge, uh, but we'll see how that all goes. And and but you know, you just. see – whether it's Hal, whether it's brian cashman was booing the comments and uh, even recently judge held some gala in new york and you know Call stanton there and i think dj was there some yankees are there it just seemed like he's going to hang around so i just very likely see him staying in pinstripes and again you're probably looking at a number like anywhere from you know 337 million kind of sounds about right we'll figure out the years but that's probably what he's going to be look he's going to get at some point and obviously they should have that wrapped up i would think before christmas just you know I mean, I don't, ha- I don't know how many other teams he's going to, you know, realistically take offers from or who are realistically going to give him an offer. So, you know, I figure, all right, a couple of weeks of back and forth. But I think they should have this little wrapped up a little before Christmas. So we'll see how that goes on track there. So so that's the news. So, again, yeah, the Astros kind of, you know, strike first there, you know, uh, add Abreu to a team that's already, you know, better than the Yankees, you would say, at least on paper. Uh, so it just makes it that more tougher. So we'll see what, you know, Brian Cashman, you know, in addition to bringing back Judge, which you figure he's going to ha- do. What else can he do in addition to that to make this team better? Uh, you know, there are some rumors that, you know, even though they uh, retain kind of Falefa, well, not retain him, they kind of they settled a one-year deal for $6 million to avoid arbitration. So he'll be in pinch pinstripes next season. Uh, but we'll see if the Yankees do something at shortstop. You know, if they move kind of Falefa, if they um, – for someone else potentially, I don't think that will happen. Uh, I just think he's going to, you know, keep that spot warm until they feel is ready. Uh, but, you know, it's, obviously the Yankees have to do something – I would say more of the need would be, uh, if anything, probably third base with Donaldson. I mean, that's probably where they could use an upgrade. Just Offensively, this looks like he's shot. I mean, yeah, he'll slug a home run here and there once a little bit, but in terms of being a consistent hitter, it uh, was not a good season for him. So, I mean, they could definitely you know use some sort of upgrade there. Defensively is fine, but maybe, I don't know, some sort of upgrade there at third base. Now, ideally it would be nice if you could slot DJ LeMayo there, but it's still up there. What he has to do with, his, with that foot injury. Uh, they still haven't you know, decided whether they should go for surgery or, or some other type of non-surgical rehab uh, to get him right. But uh, you know, at some point, you know, they, they, they say either way, he's going to be ready for spring training, but you know, the clock is ticking. So if he's going to have surgery and he's going to be, you know, I'll see physical therapy and recovering all that. I don't know if he'll be ready by, you know, March, but we'll, we'll see that. Uh, other than that, I don't know what Yankees options the Yankees would have. Now Donaldson only has one year left on this deal. Now it's a lot of money. It's 25 million. Now, uh, Minnesota, Probably eating a little bit of that, but still it's a chunk. So if the Yankees do decide to move Donaldson, they're probably going to have to eat a lot of that money. And I just don't think it's something they'd be willing to do. Again, just Hal being the kind of, you know, well, paying all this money, might as well just have the guy versus paying money and this, him playing somewhere else. So they're probably going to keep Donaldson. But, again, in terms of what where they could upgrade this roster, um, that would be one, one move would be third base there. If they could do shortstop, that'd be fine. I just don't see that happening. Second base is going to be, again, a bit of a wild card because you have a mix there. Uh, you have Glaybar as well as DJ. But again, if DJ is not going to be available, then you kind of have to keep Glaybar, but unless you could do make a move somehow uh, to bring up someone else or, or get a deal, to bring someone in here for second base, you know, Glaybar had a good bounce back season in, you know, 2022 uh, still a little, little dis- disappointing though. You know, we still haven't seen that Glabar. We Remember when he first came up, you know, back in like 2018, 2019. Yeah. I don't know if he'll ever gain that for me. And he's still young. He's like 25 years old. So I don't say he's passed yet. You can still, you can still recapture that, but his trade value is probably not as high as you know you would hope, so yeah, I don't know what you could get back for him, but that's definitely possibly an, uh, an area where you could upgrade potentially. Other than that, you're pretty set. You're probably looking at uh, Beta in center field. You figure they're going to resign Judge. He's in right field, left field. Kind of interesting there. It Could be as a mixed mix max again. You still have Hicks on the contract. You still Stanton on the contract. Uh, Stanton will probably you know he'll probably play some left field, you know, like he did last season. Uh, but mainly you want, use him for your DH and then left field, probably, and again, unless they can move him as well, would be great. You probably look at Hicks a lot in left field there as well as a little mix, you know, a little Oswaldo Cabrera, and he's kind of, you know, multi-talented there. He could play left, he could play third, he could play shortstop. So probably be a little platoon situation with Cabrera and Hicks and we'll see, you know, let, let let the best man win there for, for left field. So other than that, you know, I'm not sure, too sure else where the Yankees got upgraded. He already brought back Rizzo, you know, you have Trevino behind the plate there. Um, so that's kind of the team set. What I think they really should also, you know, look at as well, probably want to look at the bullpen because you look at the way this, you know, it just fell apart for the Yankees last season. And they were kind of stuck with the, um, the little, uh, the trio there Peralta, Loisaga and Clay Holmes. Now, you know, to his credit, they kind of all held their own there uh, in the playoffs. They weren't really the problem, but you saw that the Yankees were thinned out there into the point where you were putting Clark Schmidt there in some big spots, which that should not be the case at all. So I think if Cashman could just, you know, go around, you know, kind of how he found Clay Holmes, uh, just kind of go ping around with whether it's a team like the Phillies or the Reds. Just try to find some, just bring a lot of so many, just bring as many arms as you can as possible in here because we just saw what happened to the Yankees last uh, last season. They all just went down like flies. Now, you know Michael King should be available. He Looks like he's right, he's on track to be back to the start of the season, uh, so that's good news there. But I think there's got to bring us bringing a bunch of arms because it's a long season. And you just saw how they all went down, like you know one by one. King went down. Chad Green went down before that. Chapman was just a hot dumpster fire mess to, you know altogether, whether he was in the lineup or not. Zach Britton tried to come back in, during the end of the season. His body gave out there, so Yankees definitely were shorthanded there in the bullpen. So for Cashman, I think, just bring as many arms as possible. And with those guys, it's trying to find lightning in a bottle. They will retain uh, Lou Trevino. They also you know avoided arbitration with him as well, so he'll be back in pinstripes. He's just kind of like a guy I don't think he used in the high leverage situation, so... He says someone, if the starter kind of burns out or like it's the fifth inning and his base is loaded and you need to sink a ball to kind of get a double play or something, you bring him in. And so he's not what you call a high leverage guy, but whatever, they're bringing him back kind of indifferent on the whole thing, you know, whatever uh, he's been, he was somewhat of a disappointment. Again, he came in with a, a terrible record and higher ERA anyway. So, you know, it wasn't much, you know, anyway, you expecting with him, but he'll be back also for the uh, Yankees next season, but for Cashman, Bring in some more arms, bring in as many arms in that bullpen as possible, and uh, again, hope we find a couple of gems in there, like you did with Clay Holmes. Because uh, again, the Yankees uh, again want to compete like a team like Houston. You see, oh, Houston this sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth innings, bring one guy after another, after another, after another, just untouchable, high nineties, tough breaking balls. So that's where the Yankees got to be if, again, if they want to compete against a team like Houston. I don't know if you, you probably saw this thing too. The reports out there that supposedly, yes, it was actually you know speaking of Manning, looking to bring Manningly and Jeter to the yes broadcast some way and somehow we didn't know exactly what it was, but you heard there were deep discussions. I never believed that for a minute. Number one, you know, Mattingly is, just not a chatty guy. he's just, I don't know. Like you rarely see interviews with him that much. He just doesn't seem like the type of guy that would, that would do that. Something like that, whether it's, you know, post game or whether it's some special captain show with Jeter and Mattingly. I mean, yeah, it would have been cool, but, I never thought there was any substance to that. And Derek Jeter, you know, it's interesting now. Now he's not playing. Now he's not involved with the Marlins anymore. He's kind of really taken to, to Twitter as well as Instagram. Now you kind of see the personality, you know, more of a personality than he ever did as a player. He was kind of just tight-lipped and kept that door closed. And, you didn't know, anything was going on in his life. Now, very out there. He's seen with his daughters and making, you know, just funny videos and stuff and putting on Twitter. I think it's cool. Same thing happened to Eli Manning, with the Giants. As soon as Eli was done playing football, took to Twitter. And he's, just, you know, now he's become like a, you know, a, a bit of a cult hero, just you know, little comedic things he does now on Twitter. Uh, G did a little similar now, so I just don't see G wanting to do something like that. And he's got oodles of money, and I don't know. I just think he wants to stay home with the girls and raise the kids, and not have to like travel to New York. Give it something once a week and deal with that. So I never thought there was any substance with that. And of course, now forget about it now that the Mattingly has joined the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, so I just kind of just wanted to mention that real quick. So that's the episode. Finally, finally, finally done. Uh, so we'll catch you next time.